you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder. Scruffy looking. Hello, what have we here? I just assumed he's a walking. Hey, it's me. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. Ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Hello, everybody. My name is Ed Bossart, and welcome to a fresh new episode of Scruffy Looking Podcasters, episode number five. And as usual, I am here with my buddy from across the pond, Mr. Kev Garbit. Kev. Hey, I love that intro, Ed. I love that (laughs) intro. Thank you. How are we? I'm trying. I'm trying. Without James, you know. Oh, by the way, James couldn't make it. Yeah, we've sacked him again. Yep. He's fired. Yeah, he's fired again. I'm sure he'll get the lawyers involved again and he'll be back next week. So... He fired, may come on though later. He may fired come on. like those Lucasfilm directors, huh? Right. We we are we are <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy to his Colin Trevorrow, aren't we? We yeah. are that. We're exactly that. He's fired. We we had a difference of opinion, clash on the script. He's out. He's yep. out. Yeah. <laughs> he may come on later. Yes, he said he might text us and call in from his phone or something. So fingers crossed. Let's hope he does. Yeah. So anyway, let's let's get rid of some business here. Uh, you can email us at scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Or you can reach us on Twitter. Kev, where are you at? Uh, KPG1974. Nice. I'm at Scruffy Looking Ed. James is at Hebert207, I believe. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And then no, my... he's, not here to, he's not here to say otherwise, so just yeah. say anything. Fuck him. No. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck that guy. And then the podcast <laughs> is at Scruffy Podcast. All right. Uh, so, we are past 100 days away from the, the Last Jedi. How do you feel about that, Cap? It's coming right up. Well, you know, as a restrained Englishman, I'm remote... I'm, Kind of excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, oh man, it's getting close, isn't it? It's getting so close. I can't wait. So I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I can't wait for the next trailer. That's that's yeah. gonna be soon. Yeah. Uh, I, I hear a Monday night football possibly mid October. So yeah, I heard the sixteenth. I think we were talking in the week sixteenth, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, I'm so excited. I can't. I just can't wait and. What about you? Well, I got to get this off my chest because when I saw The Force Awakens, I'm not going to lie, I walked out of there slightly disappointed mm-hmm. with all the, the callbacks to A New Hope. And I just, I just was a little annoyed. I think I would have been fine 
until that trench run. <laughs> and you were just thinking, Star Killer haven't Jace. we seen this before? I was like, is this really necessary? <laughs> and for me to think that, I, I, it's just what I thought. I don't know. I'm just like, what? A trench run here? It's not Yeah, I know. It, it was... Yeah, and it, and it felt short too. Like it was like half a mile long or something. I know, obviously not. But and then they have turbo lasers in the trench, like in this like planet. I don't. Uh, whatever. Okay. So I gotta get this off my chest. I feel like this movie is the test because I understand Force Awakens. You need to make some callbacks. Get people back into the franchise. It's been a while, you know. Like, put pe- put faith back into people that Star Wars can be good. All right, you know, like Poe's putting the thing in BB-8. Oh yeah, Leia putting the thing in R2. That's cool. All right, all right, here we go. All right. Now this movie needs to be different. It needs to be good to prove. That Disney's doing the right thing, right? I am absolutely, well, a hundred percent with you on that. Absolutely, hundred percent. This is, to me, a crucial Star Wars film. A crucial Star Wars film. I think there's an absolute opportunity to do something. I mean, I think we mentioned before. My main worry is, is this going to be an Empire Strikes Back clone? But reading Ryan Johnson, I don't. I think there might be bits that nod to it, but hopefully be its own thing. Um, I'm with you with The Force Awakens. I think it was too nostalgic at times and um, definitely um, a good film and definitely the film it was needed to be at the time. But I'm more excited with this one because I think now this could be a big film in Star Wars history. Agreed. I really hope it is. Yeah, I really hope so. I've got such high hopes for it. Um, I like the director. I've liked his other films. I think he's a... I'm, I, you know, you kind of want it to be so good because it's him as well. Um, he's been brilliant throughout it, you know, at the celebration. Oh, he's he is let's killing really, it on yeah, a PR level. Like He's been absolutely awesome, hasn't he? Yeah. Staying up to like 4 a.m. Yeah. At celebration, signing autographs, talking to people. Yeah. Oh man, that he's was so good. nice. Oh, yeah, and just just general how he's been with, you know, at the episode eight panel, at the other panels, the D twenty three panel, and you know, just his Twitter, just his account. You kind of going and you know, reading what he's saying. He's got Star Wars at heart. I know JJ did anyway. So I'm not knocking the Force Awakens because I think that was. Like you said, it was the film it needed to be at that time. But is it one that I will constantly go back to? I don't think it is. You know, that I'll watch it now and again, but I've not got the love for it that I have for Empire or for A New Hope um, or for Jedi. I'm hoping that this is its own thing now, The Last Jedi. So, yeah, we're close. We are close now, aren't we? Yeah, and... I'm almost getting nervous, but <laughs> like uh, shitting oh. yourself, going, "Oh God, don't suck." <laughs> I just feel like everybody's so confident, but uh, and 
and it's attributes to Ryan Johnson's confidence and what we've seen so far and Kathleen Kennedy being confident in him. And, you know, as you will find out from the news coming up, she she has mm. uh, reservations about some of her director. Well, choices. yeah, I, I there's I mean, obviously, what's happened with Rogue One, what's happened with Han Solo, what's now happened with Episode Nine. There seems to be absolutely no issues on eight. Everything seems to be running relatively smoothly. Everybody seems happy. Everybody seems, like you said, Ed, I think the, the word you used was confidence, which it does seem that way, doesn't it? It really does seem yeah. that they are 100% you know, behind this movie. Even, you know, what Mark Hamill's saying now, you know, he's had the... You know, he's done quite a lot of interviews recently, and even even he said, you know, I was surprised at what Ryan did, but once I got into the character, once I got into the script, I thought, yeah, let's go with it, let's do it. Mm. So, yeah, everybody we'll, seems confident. So and we'll go over that because Hamill has some <laughs> interesting ideas of what he thought was a good <laughs> a good way for Luke Skywalker <laughs> to go. Yeah, interesting is the word. You absolutely <laughs> love Mark Hamill. He's so ace, isn't he? He's so great. Anyway, yeah. so. Anything happened to you this week? You had a pretty uh, low week in Star Wars. Oh, Kevin Garb- Garbit happened. Oh, just you. I have finally finished my 40th anniversary action figure. Wave two is complete. Ooh. So I'm I'm finished. I've got wave one and um, two. I've got wave one and two. I've got the celebration Luke that I picked there, and I've got the R5D4, the GameStop exclusive. All of those now deleted, now withdrawn. So I'm absolutely delighted. I've finally, oh, nice. I got the final one um, Wednesday, which was the Stormtrooper. Which... So I have a question for you. Mm. So I know Wave 1 had that like cool Darth Vader stage set up. Yes. Uh, does that include the Wave 2 on that one? Uh, no. Is there another one for wave two? I think it's just it's just the wave one. So the, the I mean, I'm not 100% sure what has happened, but um, I pre-ordered wave two, and then I got an email saying that it had been discontinued and only so many had been released. So they were really hard to get hold of. So I've obviously I got wave one quite straightforward, apart from the Han Solo and the R2-D2, which were quite hard to get. Um, but then wave two, I've had to just pick up from some from eBay, some from different online retails and just get that as I've gone along. Um, but the, the Darth Vader one, the, um, yeah, that's just for wave one. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was pretty cool. It's great. Having that oh, yeah. whole like diorama set up or whatever. Hmm. But that's that. Oh, Ed, now then. Now then. The question. Do I open the figures or not? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. No, no, no. Fuck no. They are staying in the box. Of course not. (laughs) I said I wouldn't be that guy, but I'm that guy. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm well that guy. (laughs) Fucking no way are they getting open. (laughs) I'm like... I'm looking at these going, well, I could put them in the uh, 
the diorama there and put them in there and then I'm like, what the hell are you thinking about, Garbit? Don't even will, do that. Don't even do that. I will say, if the girls want to open up Ray, play with her, sure. But other than that... No, they, they're staying in. Yeah. They're staying there, so... What about you, Ed? What's your week been in Star Wars? I finished my uh, legit Jedi costume. I got the tabard, the tunic, the robe. All pretty fucking legit. And the OB with the belt. And my lightsaber from Saber Forge. The Luke, Return of the Jedi one. And I just got the boots this weekend. So I just need a couple leather pouches and I'm good to go. So have you have you tried everything on yet, Ed? No. Uh just the just the tunic. Yeah. Oh Are you a sexy Jedi? Uh I might be biased, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You see, yeah, you need to be like a some of these at the conventions. You need to be an overweight Jedi. They're always the best ones. That's always what. That's always what you want. With the beer belly hanging. Yeah, some of those. Nah. But, yeah. Oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see the full, full costume, full everything. For oh, a Jedi, man. it's not about physique. No. You know, it's not always about physique. I mean, some Jedi, yeah. But. Yeah. The keepers of the peace, not soldiers. Remember that. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, justice so, and peace. Just <laughs> so, what do you need? Anything else now for it? No, I don't. You've got everything all this, done. Like LASIK for my eyes, so I don't wear glasses. Do you see Jedi wear glasses? <laughs> see that <laughs> for for I Jedi. <laughs> anyway, you see that's got to be that's get. Tweet that to Ryan Johnson. So, because I wear glasses, you wear glasses. You see, I feel, I feel, we're not represented as Jedi. I think right. all, you know, if 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 what we think is going to happen in Episode Eight with a new generation of Jedi, they've all got to be wearing glasses, haven't they? Surely they've all got to be four eyes. So surely, it's obvious, isn't it? It's obvious. Yep. It's definitely <laughs> obvious. Jedi with glasses. That's it. Say no more. Mm-hmm. Not just Maskinada. Jedi. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I got my Porg Target exclusive with the wings open, you know? Cool. They make a noise. No. No, no. Thank it's God. a Funko Pop, is what I meant. Thank to say. God. Yeah. Thank God for that. <laughs> Thank I the can... Lord above that he doesn't make a noise. <laughs> I can go get my stuffed Porg upstairs. Don't you so... fucking dare go get that. <laughs> 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 Ed, stay where you are. Do not get that pog. I, I think asked, we know. I asked my said. girls, like, I was like, "Hey, what's that?" And I pointed it at the pog, and they're like, "Owl." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No, that's a pog." God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> yeah, listen to daddy. Listen to daddy. I'm telling you, that's a pog. So, uh, oh, so what? Have you shown them? Um any footage of the porgs you know the toys online or anything like that you know the one no, that you know the um no. the big one that makes a noise that you press no i haven't no right. i mean okay. mine I just... mine makes the noise too but ah yeah mine's so... a squeeze and makes noise also but it just doesn't move you know what i'm saying mm. so genuinely right there's a question just to go on the porgs before we dispose of that matter altogether and never talk of them again 
uh, how do you just think they're just going to be on that island in the last jedi and that's it that this was all just a bit of a marketing ploy with the porgs they can't play a significant part in the film or anything surely uh I think they really annoy Chewbacca or something and hang out. You think with that's him. you think that's just going to be a little comedy thing? Yeah, I think it's going to be comic relief. Mm. Which it's it's fine. Come mm. on. I need I need James to back me up here, don't I? Where is he? <laughs> yeah, you do. You definitely <laughs> do. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say on James's behalf, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> Make sure you crack That's a beer it. while you're doing that. <laughs> That's how say no more in it. So, so how about you? Did. Anything? Oh yeah, we already went over what you did. That's right. Yeah, no. So you, just, is that it? Um, oh, and you got your yeah, Empire magazine. I, yeah, right? I just got the new Empire magazine. Oh yeah, I've subscribed to that for oh good grief, six seven years. So I got the official subscriber cover, which is really cool, like the hologram with the with the lightsaber on and handing. Um, Ray handing the lightsaber to Luke's robotic arm. That looks a lot like the Terminators, I must say. Um, so maybe it's Terminator Luke in the next one. Um, but no, just that's it. That's all I've. That's all my Star Wars weekend. That's all it's been. Oh, oh, oh! I, sorry, I was pouring a beer. Uh, I finished Rebel Rising. Oh. We can. Spoiler alert! Talk briefly about that, maybe. Uh, yeah. Up to has, you. Uh, has, James Up to you. has James has James read that yet? No, I guess we can wait for him. I don't know if he wants. No, let's wait. let's do that next week. Let's do that one yeah, we'll when, we, when okay. we've all read that one because right. yeah, um, because I yeah that's another one. I've just finished Catalyst, the Rogue One novel. Yeah, that one's cool too. We should wait for James because he's yeah. We'll wait. We'll do the book reviews when we're all, yeah. He's really <laughs> good on the uh, the novels and everything. So we'll do all that together. All right. Cool. So, well, let's let's move on to some news. You want to do that? Mmm, big news. Yeah, so episode nine, sadly, but kind of not surprisingly, <laughs> lost its director. So Lucasfilm put out an official post. They say, Lucasfilm and Colin Trevorrow have mutually chosen to part ways on Star Wars episode nine. Colin has been a wonderful collaborator throughout the development process, but we have all come to the conclusion that our visions for the project differ. We wish Colin the best and will be sharing more information about the film soon. Soon. End quote. Kev, soon. That was what, a week ago? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was... Oh, good grief. Yeah, that was... Yeah. So Ed, come on! What another director goes? What surprising? Okay, so not surprising. There's happy, a podcast. Not happy. I, there's a podcast I listen to called Fingered. Yeah, <laughs> and they, it's like almost a daily podcast during the week, and the it's also making Star Wars. The same guys, and they said they heard about rumblings about this like months prior, but it right. And then when the the new writer came on board, that was kind of like the catalyst because Colin has his own like writer, and they ousted him and brought that guy in. Remember we talked yeah. about that a couple episodes ago where there's a new writer, 
And I think that was like the whole last straw thing and was like, fuck it, I'm out. Also reports that he was kind of like untouchable on uh, Jurassic World when he was working on that. Like he wouldn't budge on anything and like his way or get out kind of deal. So I don't know. And then there's another aspect where Kathleen Kennedy's husband works with Trevorrow in because he uh, her husband's name is Frank Marshall, I believe. He helps produce that Jurassic World franchise. So there's definitely this conflict of interest, I feel like. Because like, her husband works, worked well with Trevorrow, possibly. Because Jurassic World was kind of a success. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, I've got to be honest. Overall, um, I, I genuinely find it quite worrying that... You know, we're constantly, you know, we had the business with Rogue One where they bought in, um, was it Tony Gilroy to do some reshoots? We've now had the Han Solo film. We've now had episode nine. Um, I think we mentioned before, I genuinely don't understand they're hiring them and then getting rid of them. Okay, so so they're all about, like, let's hire indie directors you know, young indie, outside the box kind of directing, filming directors. Is that a good yeah. strategy? It seems well, like it's not working, right? It, that's exactly right. That's my point. So, uh, why? I know, I know we've mentioned this on a few, uh, an earlier podcast, but my, I can't fathom why you would, you know, because we've had obviously the Han Solo film. We've now got Episode Nine. I mean, all right, Rogue One turned out great. So let's not you know get into that but it, you know each statement have said that it didn't fit in with their vision of the film you know the han solo directors didn't fit in with their vision colin trevor you know clashed on the script it didn't fit in with their vision well did they not talk about that before they hired them right like you know surely surely if they're coming on i mean i've read all sorts that you know that i mean the han solo one that they were basically turning han solo into like Ace Ventura or something, and it just was too comedic. So, but you know, did they not talk about that beforehand? You know, with Colin Trevorrow, you know, he's done Jurassic World and everything. Did they not say, well, you know, for episode nine, we're going to want this? And I'm not overly, I know it sounds awful, but I'm not overly disappointed with the fact that he's gone. I'm not, I wasn't right that big a fan of Jurassic World, but, but the process. So, there's it's it appears there's some checks and balances that are happening during the whole creative process for these movies and it seems like they're happening more often because the firing of these directors is happening sooner <laughs> yeah that's exactly right but yeah it feels like okay when you make a movie there's a writer and a director it feels like it's almost melding together for these Star Wars movies. Like Ryan Johnson, for instance, doing really well, supposedly, writing and directing. And then Colin Trevorrow and his buddy writer, who got ousted, which caused him to leave. Yeah. That's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's kind of meshing together, the directing and writing part of it for these movies. And it's, 
and Ron Howard. I don't know, like. Uh... Well, that that that's what I that's what I mean. I mean, it, it, you know, I mean, you you then get to that point of okay, so who's going to do nine now? So you know, obviously they're not. <clears throat> they may take the time with that. Who's going to who's going to take over the reins at nine? So you could say I'd like them to do it. I'd like them to do it. I'd like this person, but they've got to work with Kathleen Kennedy and make the vision that she obviously knows in her head how she wants it or the the, the direction it's going to take. So, you know, are we going to be in a stage where they're going to announce somebody and then once they're working on the project, they get rid of them or, is, you know, are they, how are they going to do this now? How are they going to approach nine? I oh, don't understand yeah. what they're doing. I don't understand what they're doing. I mean, if it happens once, you hold your hands up and go, okay, fair enough. Yeah, they didn't work out. But we've now pretty much had it three times, really. Okay, maybe we're blowing the Rogue One bit out of proportion, but they still had to do reshoots. They've still brought somebody in. But, you know, it sounded like Gareth Edwards played ball on that one and went, yeah, that's fine. I will work with that person. Right. But obviously, the Han Solo directors and the Episode Nine director have said, no, we're not doing that. So if they want people like that, hire them in the first place. Don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I that's just, that's uh, the thing. I mean, I feel comfortable with Star Wars being in Kathleen Kennedy's hands. But I think we all do. I think I do. Yeah. I feel like she needs to change her. Maybe she needs to change her initial process of picking a director, right? <laughs> Because it seems I, to be agree, failing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gareth Edwards, he luckily just was like, fine, I'll just fucking play along, you know, bring in other writers and directors and change the movie I made. And it ended up pretty good. Mm. Uh, it felt a little like it was redone a little bit on the end, but it, I, I liked Rogue One. But anyway, I don't know. Like, uh, you're right. I she's, I like her. Then I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, it is, isn't it? It, it is. It is that stage of, uh, you know, she's she's always she's obviously wants she knows Star Wars and she knows what's you know, what's best for it. But I kind of think I like I did like the idea of getting up-and-coming young maybe well not necessarily young but sort of independent directors to do a new take on star wars but then they're being got rid of yeah and 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 you know what i think it's a great idea for the standalones yeah but that went out the window with uh phil lore and chris miller yeah boom Let's bring on Ron Howard, a big-time motherfucker. He'll fix everything. Yeah. But uh, with the saga films, fucking go with, go with someone safe. Bring on yeah. JJ again. or bring on. But don't fucking remake Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't you fucking dare. I'll dare, yeah, I'll dare you touch that movie. Um, I mean, I know, look, Ryan Johnson, I've, I've, I love 
these other movies and i think yeah it, th this all seems to have worked so that process does work but you know i mean i think i mentioned before episode nine is going to be a really really important film it's obviously going to end this trilogy so i was never i understand why kathleen's done what she's done but rather than let it go into production and get it do it now while you can you know don't don't get down the route of the han solo film where they probably shot you know 60 percent of that film and then ron howard's got to come in clean up the clean up the mess and make a movie out of that um so i understand at this point but where do we go now for nine what do you think uh, well i think consensus because he's so good at at portraying confidence and how awesome his movie is ryan johnson mm. right it's, like think, it's the obvious one isn't it have him finish it out well it's the obvious one yeah let me tell you but, he but the question is then what what if they announce that and then episode eight's terrible well okay so he's in japan recently and it was asked of him whether he would direct episode 9. And he said, and I quote, It was never in the plan for me to direct episode 9, so I don't know what's going to happen with it. For me, I was entirely focused on episode 8. And having this experience, and now I'm just thinking of putting the movie out there and seeing how audiences respond to it. So no, I'm not putting the movie out there and seeing how... Sorry, I'm not really thinking about that now. Whatever does it, I'm going to be really excited to be an audience member again. And sit down and see what the next filmmaker has to show us and where the story ends up going. Mm. So you think he's ruling himself out? I think it was vague and... <laughs> like, right now, no, I'm not yeah. doing it. Obviously, he's not doing it like at this minute but who knows like he's he's leaving himself open for it but this 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 that's quite a good interview i mean there's a there's a little bit we spoke about this last week about is there a plan for these three you know movies you know do they connect or anything like that and um there's a bit in the empire magazine where he basically says they don't, you know, um, he just says the perception of these films is that they're all planned out on a secret sheet of paper in advance, but that's not the case. I wasn't given an outline of where it goes or even a list of things to hit. It really was just, okay, what's next? So, huh. yeah, there is no plan for this. So they are doing each film individually. So, <clears throat> at what point, though, would you say, can they hold off until episode eight's released and see the reaction well, and then give it him? Or, you know, are they going to start now? Um, I so think I'd, if, I'd I love think if everything they're, that he's... Yeah, sorry, if yeah. they're thinking Ryan Johnson, yeah, they should wait. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you can't just be like, yep, let's throw all our dice in on Ryan Johnson and then the movie comes out and it flops <laughs> then what the fuck do you do mm. 
Yeah. You have to fire know, another fucking director. But that's like... that's that's what I mean. That's what I say. I did, we don't want to get into that situation again, do we? Um, right. Where so if they can, maybe just let's just see what episode eight turns out, and then if that is as good as we all hope, you know, let him do it because it's such an obvious thing. Yeah. You know, for him to carry on doing it, and yeah, like you said, I like the idea of him working on the script and directing it as well. So, um, but let's just say then, hypothetically, Ed, Ryan Johnson's not doing nine. Who do you want? Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Bam. Oh, oh, that's, that's aiming high, man. Yeah. I doubt he'll do it, but as you said, I'm aiming high. Yeah. Do you think, do you think, yeah, I love Nolan. I love Christopher Nolan. I love his movies. But do you think he'd be right for Star Wars? Hmm. Maybe not the way the saga films are going. But I feel I like don't know. he'd be good I don't know. I love I mean, whatever not, he's given. Not, yeah, it's not ruling him out, but, you know, I mean, The Dark Knight is uh, just utterly brilliant. And I think, Did you yeah. see Dunkirk? Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. Was it good? Um, right, yes, but rather bizarrely, I felt strangely disconnected from it. Hmm. Like I wasn't emotionally involved in it, or and it's it's it is a brilliant film. It's brilliantly directed. It's technically amazing. The sound is fantastic, but at the end of it, I didn't feel emotional or anything like that. It felt somewhat cold and. This is what I mean. You know, I think a, you know a lot of his. That, it's kind of how I felt after Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, I, I did feel a little different on the Force Awakens because I liked. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I liked the characters in it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, that's not that's not a criticism of Nolan's other films. I mean. Because you know, he, and he's probably my favourite director working today. Let's be honest; he's a brilliant director. But I just wonder, would Star Wars be right for him? I mean, I've heard. Have you heard any director rumours or anything like that? Who's been linked? Uh, I've heard. Like, I've, like people I've, want George Lucas. I don't. Which I, I don't. I've absolutely heard, not. What no. else have I heard? I've uh, heard they may go for a female director. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard Sophia Coppola mentioned. I've heard um, Patty Jenkins mentioned, who did the Wonder Woman films, but she's just signed on for Wonder Woman too. So I wonder if scheduling wise that would work. I thought she did in episode nine. I thought I thought I saw some news that like she called there was. Did she sign on for it? Really? For Wonder Woman too? Yeah, I thought she had. I thought Patty Jenkins was doing that. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. I, th I thought she was. Oh, sorry. It says closes I, the deal. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right, you're right. right. And I heard the Sophia Coppola one because obviously she was in episode one um, in the Phantom Menace as a handmaiden. So people were saying, yeah, she'd, you know, she'd get Star Wars. She'd do a good job of it. I've would heard take, Dave Filoni mentioned. Would you take um, JJ back? No. <laughs> no, that's really? not as a criticism. I I quite like JJ. I think he's, but no. Um, JJ baby. No. 
as John Williams calls him, I think. Is does he? Yeah, he's called yeah. JJ Baby or something. They, uh, people are throwing around Ron Howard. Like, really? You think he's going to, like, run in, save the Han Solo film, and then fucking jump out and be like, yeah, I'll save episode nine, too. <laughs> he's like some sort of Superman director, and he's just coming in and saving everything. Dude, it's like, wow. He would um, be the Theo Epstein of Star Wars if that mm. happened. Jesus. But you see, a lot, a lot of filmmakers that I like today are kind of in the bracket of would they let them do a Star Wars film their way? You know, I look at, if you take, I mean, one of my favourite directors around today is Edgar Wright, who's done, like, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, uh, Baby Driver, you know. Um, yeah. I, and I think, I absolutely think he is a just a brilliant director of you know his movies i've loved everyone scott pilgrim versus the world is a fantastic film and i think but you think he had all the trouble on ant-man didn't he where you know he was supposed to do ant-man and disney got involved and in the end he had to walk away because it wasn't yeah and i think i'd love to see him do a star wars film i really would you know and i know his friends with simon Pegg, who obviously was uncle plot and everything so it would make that you think oh just his vision of star wars must be Let's just see what he could do. But you get in that situation where you're thinking, well, would they let him do what he wanted to do? Would, you know, they, right. I don't think they right. would. Yeah. So you kind of think, well. Well, that's that the question then, with, like, every director. Yeah. Is would Kathleen Kennedy be like, yeah, do, do. No, I want. She should <laughs> just fucking direct it. God damn it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Yeah, what that fucking? Yeah, she should fucking do it, lazy sod. Right, John, just get, just get her doing something. Yeah, she's just producing it, firing all these directors. She's just, being so fucking picky about it. Just do it yourself, it. Kathleen. Come on, just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. Cut out all these directors you're firing and direct it yourself. She's never um, directed a movie. Anything. Or anything. Directed anything. Like her husband's actually directed like a little bit, like mm. a documentary here or something like that. Documentary yeah. There. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um. Um. It's. Yeah. I mean, it 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 would make sense to me to give it Ryan Johnson. If episode eight's the film we all hope, just let him do nine. Just let him do nine. It just. They obviously get on. He's got the vision that they want. It's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah. And I, and I heard directors of some of the HBO series, like Game of Thrones and The Leftovers being thrown around. I yeah, but if, if, I don't if they make TV, though, would, would come into a, a yeah. big movie like this? Like, is that another situation where uh, she's going to be like, yeah, come on. Oh, wait, no. Bam. Oh, wait, you Come can't hired. handle a big franchise film. You're sacked. <laughs> you're sacked. Yeah, you're fired. Oh, that'd be eight. I see how many see how many directors she could fire in the space of like um, a month. We've got this director now, now, now. Sacked. Do it at the press conference as well. Like, oh man, that mm. it's a it's worrying to me. But I've got to be honest. But let's just go with it and let's see what happens and let's hope they get it right. Let's just hope they get it right. Yeah, I hope. So let's. Uh... Let's move on to episode eight. 
so sorry. I'm clicking around. <laughs> uh, Ooh, yeah. So you got the Empire magazine. I did. I did. Anything anything cool come out of that? Well, yeah, there's a couple of... I mean, I think you've seen the, the pictures online, haven't you? Um, so there's, there's quite a cool... Some cool shots of uh, Canto Bite, of Finn and Rose. It, obviously in like a casino shot. There's some... A really cool shot of an X-Wing in action, which says it's Poe Dameron's... Um, Outfitted with a new booster X-Wing. Oh, yeah, and there's a picture of it, right? Like, it's mm. like in the center of the back of the X-Wing. And that, yeah, and then you just get some standard action shots. But so the articles... How, how do you feel about <laughs> This goes back towards my, like, mega thing. Like, let's just add a fucking afterburner to an X-Wing. Like, Yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. like... The way Star Wars is with technology, you're going to add an afterburner on an X-Wing. It makes me think, like, they would have thought of that already? Like, how is this, like, <laughs> a, a, a new thing, like, 30 years later? Like, that's yeah. That's just my thought on it. I don't know. It's cool, yeah, I, agree, I guess. I like, oh, now we can, like, go faster than a TIE, tie fighter or whatever and then do what we mm. need to do. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that seems yeah, kind of lame, cop out, kinda. It, it's just because it's a new film. They just want to do something different, don't they? You know, it's like yeah. we've mentioned last week with all the new ships uh, I'll and things like that. Like it when I see it, but, but now that's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, but the articles, yeah, it's it's quite interesting. I don't know if you've had a chance to read it. There's a couple of little. Um, Little snippets in there. Um, they've got like the Snoke theories of different things, which I think everybody knows: Darth Plagueis, Mace Windu, uh, Anakin's father. Um, just a completely new character. But one, a couple of bits that you mentioned, Ed. Um, so I'm just going to read one bit, which is: um, The Force Awakens might have been a film about Luke Skywalker, but The Last Jedi is Luke Skywalker's film. Missing for decades, is trusty X-Wing rusting and barnacled beneath the waves. Luke finds redemption in the form of Rey. Okay. So, so, oh. This makes me scared, just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to our retreading conversation. So, his X-Wing, as we've seen in some promotional material, his, there's an X-Wing under the water, and everyone was like, is that Luke's X-Wing? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Possibly. So, now there's confirmation that it is his X-Wing. Is there going to be some stupid scene? I know what you're going to say. <laughs> where he has Ray like, pull my X-Wing out of the water. You know, and she's like, I can't! It's too big! <laughs> it's going to happen, isn't it? That is why you fail. Yeah, and Luke's... Oh, no, Luke's going to say, do or do not, there is no try. And he's going to go, oh, fuck this. Like, seriously? <laughs> oh, my God. Please, no. Please. Stop with I... the callbacks. Make a no, new fucking movie. Sorry. Sorry. No. No, you're right. I'm with I'm you. I'm ranting. I, I, totally, I totally agree. I just hope... 
I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll change something else. But there's a lot. There's a lot in it about Luke. Um, obviously, it, it's kind of saying. I think Ryan Johnson's saying that this is, you know, it's his film. Um, one bit I do like actually that he mentions, you know, talking about the character of Luke, and it's like he asks the questions: Who is Luke Skywalker? Um, more than that, though, who's Luke Skywalker now? I grew up with an idea of who Luke was, so the real question was, why is Luke on that island? Luke's no coward. He's not hiding from a fight, so there must be some reason he's there that makes sense to him. That was the first nut to crack, the seed for the whole story, and inside that shell, I just had to get to it. So it sounds like this is Luke's film. It's it's going to be a, a torn and um, dark Luke, maybe... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, you know, I, uh, I just can't wait. I mean, it says, if Luke had found the first Jedi temple amid the rocks and heather of Ashto, what would that mean? What lay within? More importantly, why did he need it? Betrayed by his pupil, um, his nephew Ben Solo, and his fledgling Jedi, all corrupted or killed, might Luke, like Obi-Wan before him, have sought solace in exile? Ooh, think about that. Hmm. Corrupted, all corrupted or killed. His yeah. fledgling Jedi. So he's he's confirmed, which we all knew anyway, that Luke is the last Jedi. So, and that he that he had some kind of academy or or class of yes. Jedi that got killed or corrupted. So that brings in mm. another question. It does. It is does, there doesn't more? it? Yeah. That are like Kylo, corrupted, out there. You know what I'm saying? And mm. then we immediately think what? Knights of Ren, right? They've got to get into that, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is this is kinda why I've got such high hopes for this. I mean he's he admits that he doesn't get into Snoke's character. That basically mm-hmm. um he, he, he doesn't explore that at all. I think it's mainly going to be Luke and everything else. I mean, oh, yeah. I think he so, sort of... Yeah. Good segue here. There was a quote from Ryan Johnson saying, per The Hollywood Reporter, uh, about exploring Snoke's origins. He says, quote, I wasn't interested in explaining where he came from. End quote. Mm. So... I don't think we're going to see a lot of Snoke and his background in this movie. No. I mean, you know, maybe like, I would love to see Luke fight him. Wouldn't that be so? Oh, maybe, maybe that would be better for the last one. <laughs> for Nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when Nine's directed by such and such. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not Michael Bay, I don't care. <laughs> if it's, oh. <laughs> Holy fuck. I no, only want I'll... like two slow motion scenes in my film. <laughs> I don't want I don't want like eight. <laughs> if they let Michael Bay loose on that foot, I will not go and see episode nine. I'll just go no, forget it. If you want a soulless my film just fucking misogynistic, boring 
horrible film then get michael bay involved but other than that yeah so yeah i mean he mentions that here that basically he says like in the original chile the emperor was the emperor and that's all you needed to know you didn't need the background they did that in the prequels so i think he leaves it sounds like he leaves snoke alone it's pretty much going to be luke and then the new guard and things like that so um how yes. how are the pictures in it? That I I thought I saw some cool pictures of like the casino on Canto Bay. Yeah, there's there's a real cool picture of of Luke in his kind of like the the attire that was on the um that Japanese magazine, um like the black robes and the black cape looking yeah sort of really dark and what's it? There's there's a picture with Ryan Johnson directing Chewbacca in the Millennium Falcon. Nice. Picture of Ray, picture of Ray on the cliff, which I think most people have seen that one. Um, there's another one of Phasma and two stormtroopers, uh, and then the last ones. Yeah, the last two are basically the ones, the, the most interesting ones I think are the, the Finn and Rose in the casino, yeah, and then the X-wing above a planet, and then a Poe Dameron in action, looking like he's running on a base somewhere or something. So. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. I'm sure people have got a hold of it over here if they can, but uh, if you can get it over there, by all means, get it. It's, it's quite a good, you know, quite a good, interesting article. So, um, but not I'm, giving away too much, but, you know. Um, I'm really excited for for the casino scenes. Like, I, yeah, I love talk, that, talk. like, aspect of Star Wars with, like, the, the Vegas kind of feel to... Uh, yeah. To things like what you, um what Narshada, remember that like the moon yeah. for Nalhada? Oh yeah, like, like, it's like a like a gangster kind of Vegasy moon, like covered in a city. I love that. I love that idea. Oh yeah, but it just it talks a lot about that because it it sounds like it's quite it's mainly the middle section of the movie that's that's set there. Um, so Ryan Johnson said, he, you know, he sort of says, you know, I wanted a new environment that was right. Dunking your head in a cold bath of water right in the middle of a movie. Mm. So um, he says, this is kind of like the the opposite of the cantina on Moss Eisley. He says, it's like Moss Eisley, but they're all rich jerks as opposed to slimy underworld guys. He says, these guys are actually worse. The slimy underwood guys wearing tuxedos and driving yachts. So, <laughs> which I thought was, yeah. So sounds like it's going to be the middle bit of the film. Yeah. Obviously, Rose and Finn are there. Um, DJ's there. He's confirmed that's where DJ comes into the film. He mentions that on it. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I can't wait to see that on screen, actually. That should be, that should be amazing. How that's going to fit in... Obviously, if that's going to be the middle bit, with then obviously the bit in the trailer with the the ATM sixes with all the um, resistance fighters. You see, this is if that's at the start of the movie, then we are going to have an Empire Strikes Back similarity, yeah. aren't we? And then maybe Stop it. is it, Stop it. it? Yeah, no. Well, it, it mentions in the article that there's a a big there may be a big reveal at the end or some sort of yeah. And you you just worry that, don't you? You just worry that. So. Speaking of ATM6, Making Star Wars, Jason Ward over at Making Star Wars revealed that there is a tactic that these ATM6s that will utilize. And 
I thought it was silly. I don't know. What are you laughing at? They're they're gonna drop. You're laughing already. Come on. They're they're gonna drop bombs. (laughs) They're gonna drop bombs off the back back of their ass, like it's gonna like roll out. Okay, so you know. Please. No, you know the Gungans had those balls that like they threw and shit. It's gonna be like that, I guess. I don't know. They like roll them out the back. Dude, I don't know. I hope oh, it's gonna be like hello. A... What do hey! we have here? Hello, who's this? Hey, it's hey. James. James, Jordan, how are you, sir? Ah, how are doing you, sir? Very well. How are you guys doing? Yeah, Good. great. Talking a little Star okay. Wars, you know? How you been? What are we talking about? Yeah. Dude, I'm way too not sober for this. <laughs> have you been drinking, James? Great, great. Hey, nah, it's right. Hey. It's where James. I become the most creative. What? James, question. Who do you want what? directing episode nine? Go. For directing? Yes. Yeah, come on, no uh, hesitating. Uh, go, go, Christopher go. Christopher Nolan comes to mind. Oh! oh! Yes! yes! <laughs> you know, if I want it gritty and dark and kind of fucked up, that's the guy I want. Yeah. Same, same. If I Michael were to Bay. Right out of a hat. Michael That's Bay, right? dude, stop <laughs> saying Michael Bay. God, I love the Transformers, and he fucked it up. You don't. You don't. <laughs> well, now I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way, man. I hate those I, movies. I mean, I really liked Interstellar. Yeah. 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 Just despite the fact it was like, uh, uh, who who was the um, who did the orchestra for it? James Horn? No. Uh, Hans Zimmer, isn't it? Hans Zimmer, yeah. Despite yeah. Hans Zimmer, you know, having a stroke on the uh, organ about halfway through of Interstellar, <laughs> staying on there for about two hours. <laughs> yeah. Boom. How, how loud can you get that? How loud? Can oh yeah, you it's, make like, that sound? You know, it's like <laughs> and he's just sitting there crying like a little girl on the TV. He's like, oh, yeah. my daughter. It was the same with Inception, though, wasn't it? That was like, dum, 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 dum. You're like, Jesus, how loud is that? Um, oh, yeah. It was all good stuff. All yeah. good stuff. But, uh, yeah, no, if I were to pick one just straight up off the cuff, I would have to uh, I would have to do um, Chris Nolan. Christy, mm. my buddy. Mm. C-N, C-Knowles, my buddy. That's C-Nolles. it. There you go. That's it. I yeah. think everybody would love it. I think everybody I mean, would know me too. But I don't know if it, oh, I don't know if he'd be the right direction. That we want no, that's what I said. That, that's exactly what I said. Jay. Would he be right for Star Wars? Would he be right for Star Wars? I yeah, think he's, I think he's smart enough to do what's right. But yeah. I honestly would have to see how Ryan Johnson does before I really make a. Uh, that'll be the obvious one. If, if Episode Eight's great, he'll just do Nine, won't he? If, if, yeah. 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 It, wait, who suggested Michael Bay? <laughs> that uh, was a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, Jesus Christ, we want the dude who's been doing the last ship. <laughs> or, uh, what was another I, I've just said I will boycott Ninja episode Turtles 9 if he does movie. It. Yeah. Um, no. What else? I, there's something else that he did that I recently. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, he was a producer on Armageddon. He directed <laughs> Armageddon. Did he, he directed did he Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Oh, so he did, all right, so he directed, not produced. Got it, got that it, got it. makes so much sense. Yeah, okay, sense. still. As much he as directed. I love Armageddon and I love Pearl Harbor, I don't really love Pearl Harbor. You love Armageddon. Oh, I hate it. 
Oh, you say you love Pearl Harbor? Is that what yeah, it's too, too, way too lovey-dovey. Oh man, it was like a TV commercial up for like two and a half hours. Was, oh, it was. Uh, oh no! So you don't. And I really, it. I really wanted to like it because you know the the filming and uh, the action scenes were very well done, and I loved every minute of it. It was awesome, like the battle scenes and everything else. The actual attack by the Japanese was so good, but everything mm. else. No, no, it won't be him because uh, I'm not going to episode nine if it's him. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Who, who are the other contenders that you're talking about for this? Uh, uh, like a Game of Thrones director, I can't remember his name. Uh, some HBO people, and then uh, who else were we saying? Yeah, we heard. I heard Sophia Coppola. I heard Patty Jenkins. Like they, were, they may go for a female director. Um, yeah. I heard. I think we were saying Ron Howard had been mentioned again, and obviously, um, uh, yeah, because he's obviously said to save the Han Solo film. If that turned out okay, could he do nine from the start? Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ryan Johnson, yeah. Chris Nolan. Um, people I like won't get it because I think they'd be in the same bracket as some other folks. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Alan yeah. Taylor um, comes to mind as one of the Game of Thrones directors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that's uh, kind of what um, Ryan Johnson's done, is it? Because he did the Breaking Bad. Um, right. But, the, like two or three of the best episodes, in fact, the best episodes of Breaking Bad were what Ryan Johnson did. So maybe that's what they're thinking. Maybe, you know, to go that way wouldn't make sense. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Sure. So that was that was just putting you on the spot, James. Joining his late. Oh, well, hey, you know. I, hey, hey. Nick Nolan, so fuck it. Whatever. Yeah, cool. Okay. So James, I mean, he's, James it, what do you actually, think about uh, ATM 6's dropping bombs? Off their back, <laughs> like Are those the walkers. Like, yeah, down down off their ass, you know, like like the gungans throw their balls around. They're taking a dump. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's exactly what it sounds making like. Making Star Wars said that that was like a thing, and I, I'm like, how huh? is that like a tactic? You're dropping, doesn't... you're like rolling bombs off the back of the AT M6. Like that doesn't seem that seems stupid. You're gonna like blow well, let's, your own let's, legs let's, up. let's just clear the air here for a moment, if I may interject with uh, my opinion on this. It's a fucking at at walker. I don't give a shit what the fuck you say. It's an AT AT. It's just an M six or whatever, just because it rolls and yeah. whatever it could be curved into a six. I don't give a shit. It should have left well enough alone. Knew that the AT ATs kicked ass on Hoth, and they should have just kept using them. Mm. So whatever. So he Anyways. also says they're making like an ATST heavy assault version. Oh, so is that going to be the ATZT or some bullshit? Mega ATST. Mega bullshit. Fucking hell. So, yeah, I don't know. Land the bombs out the rear end is kind of stupid. That sounds awful. But, but hey, come on! Bad. How much how much stupid shit is in Star Wars that we yeah, look back now and be like, ooh? Mm. I mean, well, goddamn Wookiees that can kill stormtroopers. True, true. Mm. Yeah. I guess I, I wouldn't be so heartbroken if if that were to occur. I'd be like, okay, whatever. Just don't fuck up Thrawn. Do not fuck up my favorite character. You like that side tangent? I like that side tangent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anything about Thrawn? Yeah. 
I don't know, speaking of which, I'm looking at this nice black series action figure that you got me, Ed. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's sitting on my desk right now. I'm just looking at it. I'm, re- I'm going to take it out and play with it eventually, very soon. It's like jizz all over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all sticky and shit. Yeah. But anyways, 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 let's talk about Han Solo for a minute, and then uh, let's yes. wrap this up. Okay, so there was Making Stars reported that the Millennium Falcon will obviously appear in it. But okay, I hope so. it will have a new paint job, not a new, I guess an old paint job, and it'll have like blue stripes ish on it. I don't know. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, I don't also, like it. Ed. I don't like it. You don't, don't like it? it. I don't like it. I don't I like, like it. Gray. No, no it like looks it. like, like some. It looks like some dude's friggin' shitty paint mod of their X-wing miniatures Millennium Falcon or something like that. <laughs> Look, that's exactly what it looks like. It. That's exactly what it looks like. Uh, it's I like don't really know why stripes. that's there. Why is that? Why the Falcon's the Falcon? Just leave it alone. I know, like every, like every, and you, we might not get this because you're over in England, Kev, but it's like every asshole in America who had a Pontiac Sunfire in high school with a fucking racing stripe down the side. It doesn't look any better with a racing stripe. It looks like a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, maybe it was a manufacturer like that. Like, kind of like those cars you're talking about. Oh, no, you're true. That's true. That's true. I'm still uh, going to... I still don't like it. I understand. I don't love whatever. it either. I mean, clearly Han Solo did not like it because he scraped that shit off. Hell yeah. Well, that, well, that might make Han Solo cooler then because so, it's obviously Lando that's going to have it or something. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is true. Yeah, oh, so maybe no. that's why they're doing it, so that Han changes it. So let's just hope it's that. Let's just hope just also fucking... Also mentions that it, they they will probably show what it's meant to be used for, which is like carrying cargo. So you know those two front fork things on the front? Yeah, there's like a front end loader thing that comes out, picks it up, and brings it inside yeah. or something. So we might actually see that in this movie. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? We, yeah. we might actually see what it's meant to do. Because <laughs> actually, I thought it was an entire lie. So in the entire trilogy, you didn't see it haul shit. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, we are going to actually see what it was for. Except for people. Yeah. Like hiding. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I never thought I'd be smuggling myself in them. Yeah, yeah okay, mm. bullshit. You never smuggled a goddamn thing in your life. hey so did you guys see ron howard's tweet picture yes yeah what you guys so he he tweeted a picture of an action sequence like a a scene it looks like it's in a bar or a rest restaurant or a cantina or a cantina yeah hmm it's a fight, is it? It looks like a fight. This <clears throat> guy has some pretty sweet weapons in both hands. They almost remind me of like Klingon wep- weapons, it's like the blades. Oh, curving. I see it. It's a screenshot of the of the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you looking? Referring to the bottom photo of the dude holding the two knives. Yeah. It oddly resembles a, a mechleth used by Lieutenant Commander Worf, well, or Commander Worf in Star Trek The Next Generation, but only appeared in Deep Space Nine where he used the Mechleth. 
And that was only during the episode where, well, I forgot which episode it was, but the Klingons attacked Deep Space Nine and he whipped out the mech left. So anyways, side tangent, but that's kind of what kind of looks like. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> Another side tangent, I like it. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm so like glad you're here for that. It, it looks yeah. like a very similar cantina shot to, you know, the Moss Eisley Cantina. What if it is the Moss Eisley Cantina? That'd be kind of mm, good. I don't know if that... No? No? I, I, mean, go, I don't know. I don't know. It might be a nice little... Oh, please no. I hope it's somewhere different. I hope it's somewhere different. It's true, but they already have, like, stunt doubles and, and, and extra cast or uh, the... Um, the uh, or yeah. the extras. All the extras have been hired in Morocco for the past forty years, so they're just waiting for their next role in the next Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, but I just think, just say, hopefully, it's not Mos Eisley. Let's hope it's somewhere different. I hope so. Um, I hope so. I hope. Mm. And, and since we're talking about predictions right now, I'm going to call this right now: uh, the moment that the Falcon falls into Han Solo's hands. He's the first thing he says within five minutes of the film of him taking possession of the Falcon is like, "We're getting a new paint job," <laughs> or we're scraping the shit off, <laughs> or somehow it's like, "We need to make this mine and get rid of all this crap that's on it." I guarantee it. Five yeah. minutes after he takes possession, what's, he's gonna what's the bet then, James? What's the bet? I don't know. A pound of beer <laughs> on the air. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I, guess, I guess that's that's really all I could do on this. But that would be that would be that would be so great, wouldn't it? If he just picks the phone, get, get that blue shit off that right there. Just yeah, get that exactly. blue shit off. Yeah, I, I guarantee. I don't awful. guarantee, but I, I bet it's my prediction anyway. So right. that's all I got. We'll hold you to that. We'll hold but you to that. But they're sweet. Change. They're sweet racing stripes. <laughs> Doesn't make that party okay. at five go any faster, bro. Speaking of racing. Did you see that next picture he posted of the uh, the steering wheel that appears to be in like some speeder? Yeah, with, I did. Wearing, with the hand like, solo gloves. gloves. The hand yeah. solo gloves. Yeah. Oh, that looks yeah, sweet. dude. That was sweet. Yeah, you wonder. You wonder what that's all about. Well, we talked about last week how there's some race with some speeders. So, we'll see. Yeah, there was footage There was footage of that that got leaked, weren't they, of them filming. Yeah. This is when Lord and Miller were doing it, of them filming a speeder chase, which probably looks like that, doesn't it? That looks like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it's obviously Han Solo doing it, because he's got the gloves on from A New Hope. So, um, some real retro steering wheel. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it looks cool, doesn't it? That looks cool. There's, there's something else in the photo, too, that you can tell us Han Solo's. On his left leg, if you look in close... You can see the Corellian blood stripes down his pant leg. Ah, even better then. Oh, oh see? my you see, goodness! You can see, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Oh. So <laughs> and that's why they did the. That's probably why they did the photo in black and white. So they, you know, it, besides nerds like us figuring this out, your average Joe shit the ragman ain't gonna know. Man, look at that Corellian blood stripes. You see it, right? They're right just... there. They're clear as day. They're all like dirty and stuff. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. You know, little rectangles and stuff. But that's cool. I like it. Keep keep the leaks coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we said last week. Fair play to Ron Howard. He's doing a good little tease with all them, isn't he? So fair play on that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, re he's re 
He's I love that like face. I love that like retro primitive technology look with like the mm. wires and the buttons and the old dials and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty badass. It just looks like an old a very old car, yet technologically it's, you know, thousands of years ahead of what we have today. <laughs> right. Or or is it? You know? Or is it? Could we see a long time ago, technically? (laughs) Who came up with that, really? Who thought that was like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? I mean, I got no clue. That's, anyways. anyways. So, last bit of news before we sign off Bob Iger announces Marvel and Star Wars movies will be on the new Disney direct to consumer digital service launching in late 2019. I mean, we already kind of discussed this, but this is—it only really confirms the movies, not shows. But are you happy about that? No. <laughs> I mean, first I'm going to be dead by then. I'm going to drink myself into a into into a hole. I think by the, by that time. But I, I will know. if I will if Empire Strikes Back ends up being—I mean, the last. Jedi ends up being like Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, you put the cart before the horse on that comment. (laughs) I did. Oh, man. Don't even go there with that one. I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. Fine. Whatever. As long as they don't try to pull any other shit. Yeah. I don't know what that could be, but I'm, I'm down with it. If they want to consolidate, it'll drive more people to their app. And which can only be good. So that means people are going to buy their app. They're going to make a lot more money. And any inherent flaws with the app ideally will be solved by all the money that they're going to be making. Because people aren't going to be going to a really crappy app. You'll have some third-party thing that takes it over and somehow gets the Star Wars streams off of it because it's just complete garbage. So I have faith that it won't be complete shit. All right. There. That's my hope. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. Because I got rid of Netflix, so... I'm I'm good with it. I know we can have only so many streaming things. So, well, I guess with that, um, we're gonna call it a wrap for episode five of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. I came in clearly for the best part. Um, it's amazing. So you can don't forget to check us out on Gmail and send us an email at scruffypodcasters at gmail dot com. Ed, what's our Twitter handle? At Scruffy Podcast. At Scruffy Podcast, and you can check us all out online. I am at Hebert207. Ed is Scruffy Ed. Scruffy looking Ed. Scruffy looking Ed with no G. With no G. And Kev, what's your Twitter mm, handle? KPG1974. Nice, nice. Now next week, I promise we'll get to emails. We've had like four or five stack up. I uh, know, stack up. Four or five emails. Hold, hold on, everybody. <laughs> I but, also... Uh, we'll, Are they from we'll family? Get, I know, We right? need we'll, to talk about that Vader comic, because... We'll Holy talk about shit. The, yeah, we're going to talk about the Vader comic. We're going to talk about a couple of email comments, questions that we've had, and we're just going to keep going. And, per, and later on, we might introduce a book review or something like that, like Inferno Squad or Princess Leia, which I'm currently reading through right now. So yep. it's all going to be good stuff, so stay tuned. Uh, here's a little bit of fog cutters to take you out into the night or the day, depending on when you're listening. So thank you, and good night. Good night. Good day. May the force be with you. This party's over.